This program is made possible by the giving of the God Called Partners of Renner Ministries. Hello, friend. I've been waiting for you. Have you been waiting for me? I'm so excited about this lesson today and what God has been showing us about having an encounter with Jesus one-on-one. -on -one. And it says in the Word of God that he that is with the Lord is one spirit. So God's not out there somewhere and you're over here. If you're born again, you are one with the Lord. Is that not amazing? I think it's amazing. And God has given us his Holy Spirit living on the very inside of us. I was talking to someone just a few days ago. And I said, I said, do, do you know the verse? It says, know you not that your temple, your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. It's 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 19. Your very body, as wonderful it, as it is, is a temple. And it is a temple to house the Holy Spirit the Holy Spirit living inside your human spirit. Is that just not amazing that the third person of the Godhead lives inside of you? He lives inside of me. Of course, he wants to, us to have an encounter with him every day. And... The Bible says he is the lover on the inside. He loves you all the time. He waits for you all the time, just when you're going to decide, oh, Holy Spirit, I want to commune with you right now. I want to worship Jesus. I want to think about the goodness of God and the good things that are inside of me because you're inside of me. Friend, that's the truth. That's absolutely the truth. What makes you and me different from the world? It's who we carry. We carry the very presence of God inside of us. And he wants us to have an encounter with him. And that's what we've been talking about on these programs. And I wanted to encourage you because if you don't have my husband's book, it's Sparkling Gems number two and Sparkling Gems number one that when you read these, I've been told by people who have read these books that it's a daily devotional, that they said we love these devotionals. We have devotions with our family, our children. They love it. They wait for it because it's the Word of God is unveiling what's inside of you and what's inside of me so that we can have that encounter with Jesus. And also, I want to offer to you my new book. It's called Unstoppable. I believe more than ever that that's the kind of attitude that we need to have because the enemy, he's against you. He's against God in you. He's against anything good in you. And he wants to steal it. 
And he can steal it with offense, or he can steal it with us getting afraid, or he can steal it by us um, being pressured or receiving the pressure and other people's opinions, and it's swaying us. The enemy wants to stop you. And I wrote this book, and it's called Unstoppable, Pressing Through Fear, Offense, and negative opinions to fulfill God's purpose. I want you to have it. I believe it's going to be an encouragement to you. I'm so excited about our teaching today. So stay with me. Oh, I'm so excited to get into our teaching today because today we are talking about prayer and the power of prayer. You do not want to miss one word of this teaching because we need this equipment at this time. We need to know all that we can about prayer, how prayer changes things, how we can pray. And that's what I want to talk to you about today. But before we begin, if you need prayer, please let us know. We are there for you. There are, there are people waiting at that telephone. There are people waiting at that computer to write you, to minister to you, to help you, to agree with you in prayer. And this is a powerful tool that we have against the enemy. And the Bible says where two or more agree together touching anything, it will be done by our Father, which is in heaven. And they're waiting there to hear your request and to agree with you. And if God has done something amazing and marvelous in your life, please let us know. Well, today we're talking about prayer. And why am I talking about prayer? And why am I saying because it is an encounter with Jesus one-on-one on one, because he invited us to pray. When, when he put the Holy Spirit on the inside of us, he invited the invisible partner on the inside of us. And with the Holy Spirit, we can pray to the Father in the name of Jesus. And when Jesus went to heaven, he said, no longer are you going to ask me, but you're going to ask the Father in my name. He was giving us authority in his name, and we can have all boldness in prayer well, I want to show you a powerful way that somebody prayed, and that is in Acts chapter 27. And what happened in Acts chapter 27 was the Apostle Paul was, uh, he was arrested. He was a prisoner, and he was going to appear before Caesar. So he's on this uh, boat and with all these other prisoners. And there were 276 men. Well, the apostle Paul said, we should not sail right now. 
But the people who were in charge, they didn't listen to the Apostle Paul. So what happened was they got out into the waters and there was such a horrible storm that it says that they didn't see the sun, the moon, the stars for several days. And this boat was being tossed and tossed and tossed and tossed. And the men all were so discouraged. They kept throwing things off the boat just so that they might be able to save their lives. They all feared for their lives. But the Apostle Paul, it says that he was doing without food and he was praying. And listen to verse 23. Now he's talking to the men because he's come out of this place of prayer and he's talking to the men. And look at verse 22. It says, and now, now these men are all scared for their lives, okay? And now I urge you to take heart for there will be no loss of life among you, but only the ship. For there stood by me this night an angel of God to whom I belong and to whom I serve, saying, do not be afraid, Paul. You must be brought before Caesar. And indeed, God has granted you all those who sail with you. And then the apostle Paul said to these men, therefore take heart, men, for I believe God that it will be just as he told me. Now, these men, I told you, they're fearing for their life. But because the apostle Paul prayed, because the apostle Paul sought the Lord, there was an angel that stood before him, gave him the word and said, none of these men, none of their lives will be lost, only the ship. Did you notice that in his message, it said, God has granted you all those who sail with you. Now, who are these men that the Apostle Paul is sailing with? Are they good men? Probably not. They're all criminals. What did they do? Well, we don't know what their crime was, but we know that that was who his company was. The Apostle Paul wasn't just praying for himself. He was praying for those 276 men. Is that just amazing? Because it says, because it says, and indeed God has granted you all those who sail with you. The apostle Paul was praying for those men. Now, why am I making this a point? Because right now, there may be some situations that we're facing that we really don't know even who we're praying for. We don't understand everything that's going on. But our prayers, the Bible says, they avail much. They are very effective. Our prayers are so powerful that we can cry out for those who we don't know. 
The Apostle Paul was crying out for men who were criminals. You and I, in our prayers, we can cry out for those who are suffering. We don't know them, but we can cry out for them. We can say, God, please save them. God, spare their lives. God, intervene. God, let them know you before they die. You see, we are a connection to heaven and we can cry out to heaven in the behalf of other people and bring the will of heaven down to earth. That is what the apostle Paul did. And his prayer was so effective that it saved 276 men. Now you say, but that was the Apostle Paul. Well, the Apostle Paul had the Holy Spirit living on the inside of him. You, if you're born again, you have the same Holy Spirit living on the inside of you. And you and I, we can use our time, prioritize our time and pray and cry out for the safety and the deliverance of people we don't even know. Second, I want to talk about the supernatural power of God for children. I love this scripture. Now, these children, they were gathered around Jesus and the disciples were like, well, do you want us to get the children away from you? Are they bothering you? And look what Jesus said in verse 10. He said, take heed that you do not despise one of these little ones. For I say to you that in heaven, their angels see, always, always see the face of my father who is in heaven. Their angels always see the face of my Father in heaven. How can we pray for little ones? How can we pray that little ones that are in danger, little ones that are suffering, how can we pray for them? We can pray this verse. We can say, God, I hold this word before you. This is your word. Jesus, you said these very words. And I'm holding these words over my children, over my children's children, over my neighbor's children, over my friend's children, over these people's children, that there is an angel always beholding your face in behalf of those children. And Lord, I thank you right now for angelic protection for those children. God is a supernatural God and God has supernatural help. And the word says that he has sent angels to minister to the heirs of salvation. There is angelic host, angelic help for you and for me. We need to know about this, friend. We need to think about this. We need to believe this and proclaim this over children. I just want to give you a couple of uh, examples that have just happened just recently. 
I just heard this testimony. There were bombs coming on uh, one, a believer's home and the the son of that mother, it was his mother's home. And that son and his wife, they're praying and praying and praying protection over their mother that was in a dangerous place. Three bombs came to her house. One went in the earth. One was behind a tree and didn't go off. The one in the earth did not go off. And the one that came to the front door bent the frame of the door and knocked out a window and no one's life was touched. What was holding that destruction? It was angelic help. Friend, we can call out to God at this time and say, God, I'm asking for your angelic help. I know another example. There were three men in a car and they were driving and they were young boys. So they were acting like, you know, I'm, I'm hot stuff and I can, I can show how fast I can go with this car. Well, what happened was that they hit a slick place and the car turned over and over and over. And, but it didn't go into the river. What stopped that car? What saved those boys' life? It was angelic protection. Every one of those young men came out of that car and one of them had a scratch on their head. I saw that car. In that car was our son Paul, our son Philip, and the youth minister of our church. Oh. God's hand, God's angelic protection that we claim over our children every day was at work and saved the lives of our two sons and that youth minister. They got out of there without a scratch. Why should we pray? Why should we pray for angelic help? Because it's real and God wants to hear us proclaim his word and release his power. I know of one preacher and he was in prison for preaching the gospel and he stood before the firing squad and they shot at him. This preacher told me this story himself. They shot at him. There was a, a row of them all shooting at him. The preacher just stood there and nothing was touching him. No bullets were touching him. His life was spared. Why? The angelic power of, of those angels that God sent there. I know another man that was attacked by criminals and they wanted to take all of his money, take his clothes, take his car and take his books. And he said, you're not taking one thing from me. And he stood up against them. They held a gun at his head. This is a true story. I know this man. He is alive today. He, they held the gun up to that man's head. They shot. Nothing happened. They shot again. Nothing happened. They shot three times. Nothing happened. The man that was shooting that gun was so overwhelmed by the fear of God that he fell down on his face and he said, what is happening? 
The man received Jesus. The preacher took care of that man and got him to safety. The angelic power of God. We don't need to stop praying. We need to keep praying and we need to keep believing and see God's miraculous power. Another kind of prayer I want to talk to you about, and that is in Romans and it's chapter eight, because right now things can go on that you really don't know how to pray, but the Holy Spirit's made a way. He's made help for us. And I want to read it to you. It says in verse 26, likewise, of chapter eight of Romans. Likewise, the spirit also helps in our weaknesses for we do not know how we should pray for as we ought, but the spirit himself makes intercession for us with groanings (laughs) that cannot be uttered. Now he who searches the hearts knows what the mind of the spirit is because of intercession for the saints according to the will of God. When you pray in other tongues, you're yielding your spirit, you're yielding your tongue to pray in a language that you don't know, but it's the language of your spirit. And I just read to you, the Bible says, You're praying the will of God. You might say, well, I don't know. I don't know how to pray. So much is going on. I don't know how to pray. How do I pray? Well, as a believer, you say, Lord, I'm going to yield my spirit. I'm going to yield my tongue and I'm going to pray in tongues. And I believe I'm going to be praying the will of God for this situation. If you're not baptized in the Holy Spirit, you don't pray in other tongues. You can receive that by merely asking. That's how you received Jesus. You received him by faith. You received the baptism in the Holy Spirit with the evidence of speaking in tongues the very same way. And I want to pray with you right now. Father, I come with you right now with my friend who is wanting to be baptized, filled with the Holy Spirit and pray in other tongues. And Lord, right now, just ask him right now, just say, Jesus, I want you to baptize me. I want you to fill me with the Holy Spirit. And I want to speak in other tongues. And I want to glorify your name in other tongues. And I want to pray the will of God in other tongues. I know you heard me, Father. I receive from you right now. Thank you. If you prayed that prayer, please let us know. Please let us know. We want to pray with you. We want to encourage you in this new step that you've made in your life. Friend, that's powerful praying. Did you see what it said? I love it because it says, likewise, the Spirit also helps. The Spirit of God in you is a helper. 
And when you pray in other tongues, he's helping you to pray the will of God. Is that magnificent? I've prayed in tongues, oh, more than 40 years for sure. And every time I do, it always strengthens my faith. And there have been times when I've prayed in tongues. I didn't know how to pray, but I prayed in other tongues. And I knew I was praying the will of God for somebody. It's a powerful tool. Use that tool at this time. Well, I want you to stay with me because I'm going to come back with you and pray with you again. Are you tired of getting stopped by the negative voices and opinions that seem to paralyze you along the way? Fear, offense, and negative opinions can have a stifling effect on your life. It's time for you to push them out of the way and become unstoppable. In Denise Renner's new five-part series, Unstoppable, she opens up and shares how she overcame profound negativity in her own mind so she could do what God wanted her to do with her life. As only Denise can do, she talks about the lies the devil spoke to her mind and emotions and what she had to do to uproot, silence, and become absolutely free from those lies. In this empowering series, Denise reveals how to identify the mental lies that are trying to emotionally control you, how to shut your ears to voices of negativity that have dominated you too long, how to embrace freedom, and really begin to step forward to be the free person Jesus Christ wants you to be. This five-part series is available in digital or physical format starting at just $10. We're also offering you Denise's 208-page book, Unstoppable. Rick says, Denise bears her heart and soul on paper and shows every reader how to walk out of an emotional prison into complete freedom to become unstoppable in life. This powerful, life-changing book is available for $20. Don't delay ordering Denise's five-part series, Unstoppable, and her book, Unstoppable. These two resources have the power to alter the course of your life. Call the number on your screen now or go to renner.org to order. Call or go online now. Isn't the Holy Spirit marvelous? I just want to read this again because I love this because He cares. I love it because He's a helper in our weaknesses. Likewise, the Spirit also helps in our weaknesses, for we do not know how we should pray for as we ought, but He makes intercession for us with groanings that cannot be uttered. That is the power of the Holy Spirit and praying in other tongues. I thank you so much for being with me today. Please call us. We want to pray with you. We want to pray in tongues with you, encourage you in this new step in your life. And if God's done something else special in your life, please let us know about that. It's been my great privilege to be with you today and share these amazing things and tools, testimonies of how God is a supernatural God. He wants to show himself to us in supernatural ways through prayer and intercession. Well, I love you and I will see you on the next program.
This program was made possible by the giving of the God-called partners of Renner Ministries.